Welcome to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. This show is your one-stop shop for all things health, fitness, and nutrition, and is brought to you by the team at Pulse Fitness. You can learn more about how the team at Pulse Fitness is helping people live stronger, longer lives by going to pulse.fitness slash podcast. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, welcome back to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Zach. I'm here with Coach Zach and... JC Duncan. Hey. <laughs> hey. That was that was the best you could come up with was hey. 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 All right, guys. Today we are talking all about deadlifts. Should you do them? Should you not do them? If you do them, like what muscles are you working and what are alternatives? We're going to break it all down for you. But we want to give a shout out to a client of the week. We've got a newer member and Zach, you wanted to give him a shout out, so I'll let you mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, uh, our new client's name is Jacob Daffner. He's been here, I think this is the start of his third week. Um, he's a yoga instructor, I believe. So mm-hmm. he's like fairly fit guy anyway, but like fantastic attitude. He's super receptive to any sort of like advice or not like criticism, but just any sort of input Feedback. that we offer him. Yeah, uh, really like quick learner, super fit guy, like great attitude, always wants you to come work really hard. He understood like kind of the process of as a new person coming in, like just learning the movements and kind of like going through the like somewhat boring stuff before you can get to like the really like where you're like, we're starting to push it and test him. And he just kind of recently like got that this week and he's like really loving it. So just super great attitude. Awesome dude to have in the gym every day. And coming off of an injury too, which he was very cautious of and and concerned about kind of getting started. Right. And is just like having no issues working through that around that. And if anything is doing much, much better. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so, all right, cool. Um, great job, Jacob. Glad you're glad you're here. Um, all right, let's talk about the greatest exercise of all time. (laughs) let's talk about deadlifts i feel like they're from anybody that has absolutely no idea anything about fitness thinks that deadlifts are probably like the worst exercise you could ever do um and they could be um if you do them wrong right but they are also an unbelievable uh, uh, unbelievably beneficial exercise as well. So JC, you were pumped to talk about deadlifts today. You're like, I gotta, I gotta be on this podcast. (laughs) So, um, I guess let's, let's start here when you're doing a deadlift, right? Like what is the purpose of it? What muscles are we working? Like, why would somebody incorporate that into their training program to begin with? Are we talking about any kind of deadlift or like standard, like conventional, like bars in front of you? So she, oh, she's, she's getting technical. <laughs> she's getting technical. Well. Let's just go with a hinge movement, right? Meaning like somebody is, is standing and they're hinging at their hip okay. and either picking weight up off the floor with stiff legs, bent legs. You, you, you run with it. Yeah. I think any kind of hinge, um, is just one of those fundamental movements, just like a squat or a push or a pull or a carry. That's just one of those patterns that are kind of like, I guess, innate to us. Um, so, and I guess it depends on the kind of hinge, but you're generally working more posterior chain with that. So that's going to be more glutes, hamstrings. There is going to be some low back involved with that as well. Um, 
which of course is probably the scary <laughs> scary thing with that yeah um but the low back does have to work in it to some kind of degree um and we'll talk about that of course it, it later, has to stabilize right yeah. i mean the, the low back is not it, it's it's I've, okay so so it's hard it, <laughs> it's yes hard like if you <laughs> the proper way to do a, a hinge right which we're talking about deadlifts but that's really kind of the the movement where you're standing there you hinge at your hips you push your butt back basically and you keep your back like in a new your spine in a neutral position and then you pick something up off the ground or mm -hmm. f from something that's like roughly knee height right or below the below the knee so you should not round or flex your spine while you're picking it up meaning that you're you're using stabilizer muscles in your low back but it's not really like a low back exercise right like they're just they're just holding your body steady while right. you're lifting so um i know that depending there there have been quite a few studies on deadlifts and in tracking like engagement and muscles that are being used throughout like a move like through a deadlift movement and predominantly the hamstrings are like what's most engaged right you're using your glutes your posterior chain your low back and core muscles um but primarily it's like a hamstring dominant movement right Exactly. Like, <laughs> like maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Look, I mean, it really depends. Obviously, there's a million variations here. So, like, if yeah. you just took a deadlift, so say we take a trap bar deadlift, probably like the most versatile form of a deadlift. If you take a trap bar deadlift and you're saying it's a high hamstring exercise, it depends on how you do the trap bar deadlift. That's true. So, like, you, you could treat it like a hinge, and you could treat it like what well, we just. I think it's more of a squat than it is anything else. But if you do a conventional deadlift you can still if you have a fairly vertical torso that's probably more quad dominant movement than it is uh hamstring or i mean it's more glute than it would be hamstring probably as well but the negative is always going to be more hamstring for the most part like if especially like in on an rdl which is top down movement anyway but like a deadlift if you're doing it with like a higher hip hinge that is more hamstring but that's why like my answer to basically all of these things regarding deadlifts of any kind is like it depends right just kind of shrug <laughs> and i'm like eh, like it depends on the goal it depends on how you do it it depends on what like the purpose of the movement is and like what like adaptation we're looking for because you can do a hundred different variations depending on what you're looking for. Okay, so so we all agree though that, that it's like you're using your lower body and your posterior chain. Yeah, it's a post-chain yeah. movement. Yeah, no matter Primarily, and posterior chain, we just mean like the back of your body's muscles, right? Yeah. From, from probably the neck down, basically. Yep. Okay, so like, I know there's there's a million different variations of the exercise, but like, why would somebody do a deadlift? Like, why would that be incorporated in their program? Fundamental strength. So like a long time ago, there was like EMG studies. I know on like a trap bar deadlift and it recruited like over like 200 different muscles. Like, so like just as somebody who you just want general strength, you need to like it just to pick something up off the ground and stand up is like obviously as compound of a move as you can get and like a full body movement right so if we're just like a beginner or somebody who's very advanced the movement's the same and it's still just like total body strength and is obviously like 
if you have to pick something off the ground, then it's applicable to you, right? Like, it doesn't mean you're going to do like a perfect conventional deadlift every time you're going to pick something off the ground, but it just reinforces strength through that hip hinging, squatting-ish pattern. And that's something that pretty much everybody needs and would benefit from. Whether they're a professional athlete mm-hmm. or yeah. whether they're just, you know, grandma trying to like yeah. bend over and pick up their grandkids. I agree with what Zach said. So like my experience, like before coming in here, I mostly worked in like the physical therapy side of things. And of course we saw anyone from like kids younger than me to people in their eighties or seventies. So older, older individuals and low back was probably what we saw the most and majority of their treatment programs, they had some kind of deadlift variation. Now that doesn't mean we threw 75 year olds into a conventional deadlift straight Mm -hmm. off the floor, but with most people, like they would injure their low back easily just picking something light off the floor. So it makes sense to you know, strengthen that movement pattern and get them to replicate it um, in the setting, teach them how to use like the right muscles, um, teach them how to use the right muscles and like do it correctly. Um, so, and just naturally, yeah. right? Like without thinking hinge correctly, without right. like rounding their back and mm-hmm. twisting and getting themselves in the right position. Yeah. And I think obviously the biggest problem is the fear around like the deadlift because yeah. they think like, oh, that's going to destroy their back. But like, even like you said, like people got injured picking someone off the floor. So the, the most common reaction that is like, I need to not do that movement again. Right. Cause I'm going to hurt my back again. But like you hurt your back for a reason, like doing that movement. So like we have to teach you how to do it correctly, but just to prepare you. So like the deadlift people like say, well, like, oh, like the deadlift is like dangerous. You shouldn't do it. It's a bad exercise. Like we'd like just talked about it. Like there are no bad <laughs> exercises. If you are prepared for it or you're not, most people aren't prepared for the deadlift they're doing when they hurt their back. So like if you're trying to pull like 30, 315 pounds off the floor and you don't do that or you don't know how to do it correctly and you just got away with like 285 and like, you're like, oh, I'll move up. Like that, <laughs> you're not prepared for it. That was the issue, right? The deadlift yeah. just gets blamed on it. And like, I don't even like <laughs> like a conventional deadlift. I don't implement myself, but not because I think it's like dangerous. If I was to do conventional deadlifts today, I'm not gonna injure myself because I still like am prepared for it. The problem then is like everybody's afraid of the deadlift because they're like, oh, that's how people hurt their back. But it's never the issue. The issue is you. And then the deadlift gets blamed like yeah. precedingly because of it. So for for somebody listening to this and they're like, I don't really know, but I've heard that it's not great or whatever. Basically, what you guys are both saying is that in life, you have to bend over and pick things up. That's a movement pattern that the human body needs to be capable of doing efficiently and without risking injury. And so just like any other movement pattern that we're doing, we want to train that movement pattern and reinforce a like correct way of doing it in order to enhance performance and limit or reduce the risk of injury. Yeah. And like, Historically speaking, the anterior chain is heavily prioritized over the post chain. And like, I would argue the post chain is far more important. So like predominantly, especially for like males, right? It's like horizontal pressing, overhead pressing. And like, if you're doing lower, it's like pushing squats. Just do chest, forget the rest. (laughs) Right. So like in general, right? We are severely lacking post chain strength anyway. That's why you see a lot of people are like hunched. Obviously daily posture matters, but like if we're overdeveloped in a pressing movement, then our pulling sucks and it affects our posture. So like a deadlift, 
obviously is a post chain movement, but it just like reinforces post chain strength. And if you injured your back, like doing deadlift, whatever, you probably to some degree didn't have a strong enough post chain too. And like the lower back, everybody like wants to like avoid the lower back, but like the lower back needs to be strong mm -hmm. if you need to be healthy. Right. And like, you have to pick up off the ground all the time. Like you do need your lower back, right? Like it, it's like, if you want to live a long time, you need a strong lower back and everybody's scared of it because they're like, oh, that's what gets hurt. But like, I don't like b subscribe to like, oh, like it was just weak. Like that was the problem. But like, if it's strong, you've certainly eliminated a large degree of risk anyway. So like the, it just gets blamed for the fear of it. But like, we need a strong post chain so we don't get hurt doing it. Obviously we need to know how to do the movement correctly as well. But historically it's been neglected as a whole anyway, a post chain as opposed to anterior chain anyway. So it's something that should be involved for everybody, whether they are somewhat balanced or not. So you go back to like our last episode, right? Where we talked about injuries, like why yeah. they, why they happen in the first place. Like this, this is a great follow-up. We didn't intend it this way, but it's a great follow-up to that episode because what you're saying is, your your back is not prepared to handle the workload that's being placed on it and mm -hmm. that's why you're suffering a back injury it probably has less to do with like the exercise like the exercise piece of it and more about the fact that you're sitting at a desk all day your your spine is not working and prepared to then go into the gym and or just pick something up off the ground but go into the gym and do like deadlifts without to, to safely do it like your body's not prepared for that mm -hmm. like you're too weak and your tissue can't sustain that yeah i mean you basically like it was probably inevitability to a certain extent if you do all of those things incorrectly and then you like going to like working out, like you probably just expedited the process by doing a deadlift immediately that you weren't prepared for, but it's very possible it was going to happen regardless. So it's not the deadlift, obviously it's everything else around it. Yeah. So, so I want to go back cause you just mentioned it real quick in passing. Um, but you're saying that a conventional deadlift, I think it was when, when, scientists use little electrodes to track like what muscle engagement and what was firing there were over 200 muscles that were working in a deadlift yeah i believe it might have actually been trap bar now that i think about it usually trap bar is used over conventional in any sort of research setting but regardless like yeah it's like absurd amount of muscle recruitment which is beneficial for like what getting ripped no, <laughs> no. <laughs> right no like hypertrophy is the opposite right we want to make it the movement as inefficient as possible and make them each muscle work as isolated hard as possible yeah you're trying to isolate so, specific muscles yeah the deadlift is not something that like it's is, more for just building like general strength yeah general strength not a hypertrophy exercise certainly okay so if somebody doesn't like they're just coming off the street and they're just like hey i'm gonna get in shape right without professional help should they deadlift like should they start deadlifting should they, they incorporate some that variation in of a hinge but that doesn't mean they just go pick up a bar from the floor and deadlifts okay so like joe schmo who like watched some people doing crossfit on tv shouldn't go into the gym and just be like hey i'm gonna start like pulling Most some weight not. off the ground it's not much you should take from CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Look, no, I mean, there should be some variation of a hinge, obviously, but obviously you should not begin with a 
conventional or deadlift of any kind that's pulling from the floor because mm -hmm. that would be the progression right the only progressions past like pulling a deadlift from the floor is just adding load or like some other form of added resistance so like if that's the top then you obviously can't start there you have to start at everything that builds that those muscles that you need for the deadlift but no a beginner with no other knowledge or expertise should not be doing a conventional deadlift because you will get injured yeah yeah you will right but they also shouldn't squat with a barbell on their back no, too right. right they probably like, shouldn't bench press they no. shouldn't overhead press <laughs> they should like we, we did we talked about this several episodes back about like you know just gym fails i think was the name yeah, of the episode yeah. <laughs> we're talking about like what should you do when you just go into the gym and we're not a proponent of using machines because we're a coaching staff and we've got people coming in and we're walking them through exactly how to do these these exercises correctly but if you if you have no experience a machine kind of limits your ability to injure yourself to, to some degree right like you could be an idiot and put too much weight on there and then start struggling and something tears but for the most part you're in an isolated position the risk goes way down versus you walking in grabbing a barbell and doing any type of movement with it yeah so it, it teaches you the correct movement path to a certain extent too obviously it depends on um everything right the machine yeah. and the path it moves but like if you have never done an overhead press before and you do a seated cable overhead press at least you're like learning what it feels like to mm -hmm. add load on an overhead press position so okay so a, a hinge is a specific type of movement pattern right we just call these movement patterns um should if somebody's like afraid of doing this exercise right from a past injury they think it's bad for their back should we encourage them to start start training in a hinge position like that movement pattern or do we think that it's more beneficial for that person that's like hey this is going to hurt me to do an alternative that are that's strengthening the same posterior muscles um well I guess I can like speak to my own experience like I've told him um, but I had surgery on my lower back a few years ago and I remember I would tell him this all the time but my surgeon made me very fearful of deadlifts every single every single visit every single time I saw him he was like you never need to deadlift deadlifting is the most dangerous thing you could ever do you know like you have you've got a fixed spine now like if you go deadlift like you're gonna blow out your back like so um, after my surgery, I was incredibly fearful of deadlifts, but when I did physical therapy, there are so many different variations and you can modify the deadlift however you want. So be, if someone's coming off of an injury, of course they're not going to feel confident in their low back to pull a heavy weight off the floor. Like we have to have them start somewhere though. Um, so I would start them with maybe like an RDL, like you can have them like up against the wall. You can have a box so they're not pulling a weight directly off the floor like there are ways to gradually like get them into that movement but i don't want to say that they should avoid it for that time being there's ways that you can build up to it but inevitably like yeah i want them to be able to hinge and do it confidently again because you have to bend over and pick things up in life yeah exactly right so so there are like there's what we call a bent leg hinge, which would be like an example of that would be like laying on the floor, like flat on your back with your knees bent, feet on the floor, and then 
raising your butt up off the ground, right? That's a bent leg hinge. It's a, it's a hip bridge. You're engaging your glutes. You're using your hamstrings. If you're doing it correctly, it's like it's working the same, same muscles, but it's also a different movement pattern. Like how many times in life do you need to do that movement pattern compared to bending over and picking something up? Right. So like, it's good to re to, to reinforce and strengthen the bent leg position, but you can't get the same benefit and train your body to, uh, to correctly pick things up if you are not hinging. And again, that's not the issue. Like you should not be, you should not be scared of, Oh, I've got a back injury or I had back surgery and now I can't ever deadlift again or do some variation of that. Yeah, and like if somebody comes in and they're like really scared of certain exercises that they're adamant they don't want to do it, like the route clearly probably should not be like, oh, well, we're going to do it. We're not going to go head to head with (laughs) it, right? Right. The goal should be like outside of just like improving those like muscles that they need, like just regress the movement, but it's the same movement. And Mm -hmm. if anything, it's just to like build their confidence in themselves to be able to perform the movement. Because even if like they came in and they were like scared of doing like a barbell RDL and there was really like nothing wrong with them and they were fully capable of doing a barbell RDL, I probably don't want them doing it anyway, just because like when you're like worried in like in your head, like that's when like issues happen anyway so like if you progress them gradually to that point and you like kind of show them the proof basically the steps that they've made to the co here it's like hey like i just want you to try it we've done this like up this this and this and like Mm -hmm. i think you'll be like fine to do it and if you're comfortable like we can do it and like maybe nothing has changed in their like body from the when they first started and could have done it to begin with versus now but like the risk has to be dramatically decrease just because now like they're not like worried about it and like their mindset going into it is completely different because like when if you like are scared going into like a movement like you're gonna like tense you're gonna do like basically everything wrong yeah right? you could like, potentially injure yourself because yes. you're worried about it so yeah much. and like especially in something like a deadlift right like there's a lot of like mm-hmm. complex things that people don't really understand that they're not doing correctly and that's why they're like messing up their back but like if you're already worried and like have doubts about your ability to execute a movement, you shouldn't do the movement anyway. Just like build it up. And then once you have some level of like belief, whether your like physical conditions have changed or not, like that seems like undeniably the smarter route. Yeah. And a low back injury from, from deadlifting, at least this used to be true. I don't, I haven't seen like any research lately that's different is not the most common like gym injury. It's actually the most common gym injury is a torn pec muscle (laughs) from, (laughs) from people doing bench press, like going into the gym and putting too much weight on the bar and bench pressing more than their body can handle. And then they tear their pec minor. It's the, that, yeah. I don't know. I, that was, that was, it's been several years now since I've seen that. So it could have changed, but that used to be true. And, uh, and so it just tells you like, nobody would think laying on your back and, and bench pressing would, you would be at risk of much, right? Especially if you were doing it with a spotter, like you're not going to just drop the bar on yourself. But that was like the number one gym injury for decades. So it just goes to show you that it's not necessarily like there's no bad movement pattern or wrong movement pattern for you to do the, the movements and the exercises are not risky. People are risky if they're not doing them correctly. So 
seek professional help before you just go and start lifting heavy weight off the ground or any type of heavy weight. Agreed. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys, that's all about deadlifts. We'll be back next week with more great stuff. Thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Living Scottsdale podcast. Do you have a question that you'd like for us to answer live on the podcast? If so, all you need to do is head over to the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone and do three simple things. First, leave us a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. In that review, ask anything you want related to health, fitness, or nutrition. And if you want a shout out, leave us your Instagram handle or name. That's all you have to do. Then listen to hear your questions answered live on the next Q&A episode.